Hey friends, you're listening to Peel Matters on News Talk Saga 960. Today's conversation is brought to you from the Lessey Revolution, a food and climate justice podcast. I'm your co-host Rav. And I'm your co-host Rahul. And we are coming to you from Treaty 13 land, the traditional territories of the Wendat, Anishinaabeg, Haudenosaunee, and Mississaugas of the Credit. We recognize the many nations of Indigenous people who currently live on this land, have spent time here, and ancestors who have hunted and gathered on this land. We also acknowledge the many people of African descent who are not settlers, but whose ancestors were forcibly displaced and made to work on these lands. We remain committed to both Indigenous sovereignty and Black liberation by engaging in allyship work and believe both are key aspects of our food systems, the environmental movement, and our democracy. So today, we are doing the last installment of our elections mini-series. I hope you've tuned into the previous two episodes so far. For this past month, we've been talking to amazing organizations and local groups. This includes Apathy is Boring, 350 Canada, Green Pack, and Engage Peel. We talked about the election, climate change, and of course, civic engagement. We encourage you to go to your favorite podcast listening platform, search up the Lussie Revolution podcast, and give our election mini-series a listen or share it with someone that you know. Yes, I've really been enjoying all these conversations that we have been so lucky to have during this snap election period. And I'm really looking forward today to today's conversation um, because we're actually going to be talking directly to some candidates from Mississauga to get their thoughts on climate change, food, and civic uh, youth engagement. And I think it's going to wrap everything up very, very nicely. Um, And so many people came together to help make this episode possible. So I just want to give everyone a quick shout out. Um, And Rahul, I first want to give a shout out to us. I don't shout out. (laughs) I don't think we I think we need to acknowledge the hard work that we always put into this podcast um, more often. So just like every other every other other episode, uh, Raha and I put a lot of work into this. Um, but this episode felt a little bit more tricky because there was just so much to do in so little time during the snap election. So it was difficult to secure candidates. But we did get a few and I'm really, really proud of us for that. Um, so I think we can give ourselves a little pat on the back for that. Um, Second, I want to thank the Peel Youth Food Circle. Um, They have been an amazing support in the background, helping with emails and the coordination of all of this. Uh, You can check them out on Instagram at at Peel Youth Food Circle. Um, I will also link it in the notes in case I I think I may have mispronounced it um, to see the work that they do and how you can get involved. And lastly, I want to thank Food Secure Canada. Uh, This episode is actually part of their Eat, Think, Vote campaign, uh, which you can learn more about at eatthinkvote.ca. And they were really great at providing insight on the larger picture um, and also providing guidance on how to reach out to candidates and how to engage with them. Again, a huge thanks to everyone who came together to help make this happen. Um, especially to Rav here, uh, our amazing co-host. Like Rav had mentioned, uh, we were able to secure two candidates for today, the Green Party and the NDP. The Liberal and Conservative candidates we reached out to were already booked for other engagements during this time, 
but they do send their warm wishes. And we'll be listening to this later on to make sure they understand what issues matter to us. Although the Liberals and Conservatives can't join us today, we wanted to provide some food and climate highlights from their platforms. Yeah, so uh, Rahul, who do you, who should we cover first, the Liberals or the Conservatives? I think we should do the Liberals. Okay, cool. So I pulled some climate and food highlights that from their the Liberal Party platform that I can go through now. And then Rahul, if I do miss anything or if there's anything else you want to highlight, um, I will give you that opportunity um, afterwards. So what I was able to find from the Liberal Party platform in terms of food and farming was that there is a lot of support uh, for farmers to adopt management practices that store carbon and reduce greenhouse Uh, gas emissions, which is really great for our climate crisis. Um, There's also a lot of interest in increasing the agri-recovery funding program. Um, There's also interest in tripling the funding for clean tech on farming, which is really interesting. And you can definitely Google that to uh, learn a bit more. On more of like the environmental and climate um, side, The Liberals have um, or will commit to protecting 25% of Canada's land and oceans by 2025, so just a a few short years. Um, But I do want to note that targets like this, we're going to be saying a few of these target numbers, and I just want us all to be um, aware that targets like these, um, which are set by any government, can be hard to achieve sometimes because They require cooperation from all levels of government, um, which, you know, can be those relationships can be sometimes difficult to um, manage and create and do take time to create. Um, The Liberals have also committed to creating 10 new national parks and 10 new marine conserved areas in the next five years. Um, And they've also mentioned that they would be interested in creating 15 new urban parks uh, by 2030. Hopefully one of them would be a Mississauga, but I guess we'll have to wait and see for that. Um, And then the last thing, last two things, points that I wanted to pull out of their party platform was they have mentioned um, support, providing support to Indigenous communities to build capacity to establish more Indigenous protected areas um, and Indigenous guardian programs. Um, And then another um, point and highlight is um, they will be establishing a $2 billion diversification fund for oil and gas producing provinces. Rahul, was there, I'm sure there's lots I missed and I do want to tell our listeners these are just the highlights. So definitely you can go check out their full party platforms to learn more. Uh, But Rahul, is there anything else you wanted to highlight from the, I guess, the liberal perspective? I think that's a good start. I think those points cover some of the main areas um, people might have heard on the news or might be interested in to to explore more. So definitely do check out the liberal platform. What we're going to look at next is the conservative platform. So um, it'll be an interesting um, compare and contrast um, because, of course, these are typically the main two parties um, that are vying for power. Um, at the federal level. So uh, 
you've heard um, previously on um, some of the other parties' positions, and now take a look at some of these main points that have been pulled from the conservative platform. So first, starting around food, we have their uh, um, commitment, they've said, in their platform to defend food supply management. Um, they've also been looking at um, businesses more broadly, and this includes the food sector to reform business risk management programs. And uh, undoubtedly, this is something we're seeing more of a response for due to COVID. Um, the Conservatives have also um, vowed to implement an agriculture and agri-food labor strategy. Again, thinking about the um, large role uh, food and the food industry plays in this country, um, you know, you're seeing every party respond to this in a different way. Um, looking at conservation, climate change, and working with Indigenous communities, you'll see some interesting um, comparisons here, in particular to the Liberal platform. So we did hear about protecting 25% of Canada's land and oceans in the Liberal platform. Um, the commitment for the Conservative platform starts at 17%, um, and they will work towards 25%. Uh, they also commit to highlighting the importance of working with Indigenous communities and to expand the creation of Indigenous protected areas managed and stewarded, again, by the Indigenous Guardians program, something which is already in place. Um, now, as we know, the Conservative platform does make greater priority to the oil and gas sector in uh, different ways, perhaps in greater ways than some of the other platforms. And so here, um, they have committed to make oil export pipelines a priority and implement a federal LNG, that's liquefied natural gas system, which relies on fracking uh, as their main export strategy. Um, so something you might not see in the other platforms, so something to consider. And finally, uh, they are also talking about um, transition for workers. So we heard about $2 billion diversification fund in the Liberal platform, for example, and here they have looked at a, um, a loan and a training program which would help workers pay for skills to upgrade or change their jobs. And that is a $250 million investment they're committing to, and they're calling it the Canada Job Training Fund. So that's just a snapshot again, just like the uh, Liberal platform that was mentioned. And um, Rav, anything you want to add before we go? Uh, no, I think thanks for providing that summary. Um, I Like you said, I want to encourage our listeners to check out the party platforms because it is really important that we are voting for leaders and a party that has values and beliefs that align with ours. And I know looking at party platforms can be really overwhelming and even intimidating because um, there is a lot of information on them, but there's so many great summaries and organizations that have done such a good job at kind of distilling this information down. So um, yeah, definitely check them out. All right, let's end our episode here, uh, but definitely check out the other episodes in our election mini series where we talk to candidates from the NDP and Green Party. Um, and you can also check out our earlier episodes in this election mini series where we talk to 350 Canada, Green Pack, Apathy is Boring, and Engage Peel about climate change, civic engagement, and the elections. If you would like to connect with me, Rav, your co-host, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Shade of Mitti or at shadeofmitti.ca. And you can connect with my amazing co-host Rahul on Instagram and Twitter at Sustain Saga. Thanks so much for listening.